How you doing? This is Black Shy Guy here. Welcome to another podcast episode here in Shy Town. And for all those who are joining me, make sure you subscribe, like, and also share my content, which is located on TikTok and also on Instagram. And as always, I thank you for sitting at my table as we are here to discuss two very interesting topics. The second topic was an explosion yesterday i'm telling you an explosion from what's going on with fanny willis's court case and listen i'm not gonna lie to you it was like watching the most epic epic freaking entertainment on television when it came to that court case i'm telling you it's still ongoing it's gonna continue today i'm definitely gonna watch it hopefully you guys are watching it as well because it pertains also to the future what can happen during that court case involving donald trump and obviously we all know it can only be delayed because it's going to happen but it can only be delayed but that delaying is very important So let's dive in as the first topic we are here to discuss is the black national anthem. Yes, we are here to discuss the black national anthem and why it is so controversial to many. And there's a reason that is controversial to many. Let me give you my side of why it's controversial. But before you hear my side, I want to I want you to listen to Stephen A. Smith, who in some shape and form did start out correct he did start out correct explaining the outrage concerning the black actum but he ended horribly horribly and i'm going to explain to you why while we dive into his take when it comes to the black national anthem and his take when it came to megan kelly discussing the how can i say the diversity that the black actum is causing in this country before i start once again make sure you like my content and make sure you subscribe to my youtube channel where some of these takes are going to be posted as 10 second 20 second videos whatever the case may be make sure you go over there and like it let's dive into stephen a smith heartbroken over the fact that the black national anthem is not accepted by all and why it gets on his nerves because we all know in the Super Bowl Andre Andre Day sang the Black National Anthem and a lot of people did not stand for it a lot of people did not clap for it a lot of people basically were not having it they were not having it which is I can understand I can understand because obviously there are other races that were in the Super Bowl. We didn't. What are we gonna do? Sing every single race's anthem? You know, it doesn't make sense, especially what the Jewish people are going through as of late. Why we didn't sing their national anthem? Do they even have a national anthem? Does it even matter if they had a national anthem for the simple fact that the Star Spangled Banner is the anthem that unites the entire country? So when you sing the Black National Anthem, you basically dividing the country and i understand when people says well um the black national anthem doesn't divide is basically you know supporting the um um i don't know the freedom of, of, of black people in this country or whatever the case may be i don't even know this is why it's so confusing because the black national anthem is saying for what reason for what reason is it saying for like, I understand back then, back then, why it was sang. 
I understand why why it was saying back then. But we're talking about now. We're talking about now. I understand why in the 1900, I understand why Lift Every Voice and Sing was sang back then because of what black people went through, etc. I understand why in 1917 it was deemed and named the Black National Anthem. But we're talking about now. Why is it being pushed hard now? Why all of a sudden now is the Black National Anthem being pushed? Because there's an agenda, my people. There's an agenda. Because they're really eager. Really eager for the black votes of this country. Despite the black votes in this country being very minimal for the fact that we are very small when it comes to populating the United States compared to other races. But let's continue with Stephen A. Smith because that's neither here nor there for those who are ignorant to the fact. But let's continue with Stephen A. Smith and why he deems the Black National Anthem so important to us all. But for the moment, I felt the need to tackle a particular subject that raised some angst, to say the least, uh, particularly in conservative circles. Um, Andre Day and her fabulous self sang what is why he had to start with her fabulous self. <laughs> we know Andre Day is fabulous. We know Andre Day is fabulous. But the fact that the Black National Anthem was sang by her is what's getting people um, annoyed. Andre Day is not annoying to the people. It's what was sang by her. And I understand both sides. I do understand both sides. But there's a reason why I say that the national anthem, the original, the Star Spangled Banner, the, 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 the red, white, and blue, should be sang above all. One song. One unit. One country. Let's continue. Finally recognized as the uh, Black National Anthem during Super Bowl Sunday. Lift every voice and sing. Um, for those of you who don't know too much about that song, I mean, I've been singing it since I was in grade school. Um, unlike Trump and others, I know it by heart. Um, and one of the reasons... You sang it because uh, it was a song that became an anthem, an anthem during the darkest years of the civil rights movement. I'm sure y'all heard about the civil rights movement, right? You know, when black people all over were fighting. for. Yes, we remember Stephen A. Smith. No need to make it all dramatic. We remember. But how long are we going to hold on to that? How long are we going to hold on to the past? We are in the present now. That was, that was, I'm not going to say forgetting. I'm not going to say completely forgotten. I'm just saying, how long are we going to hold on to it to push the agendas of today? Because that's all the past is being used. The past is being used to push agendas today. There's no, um, secret, um, how can I say, um, agenda for the left to use it in, 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 in good faith. They're using it to push the agenda. They're using it to catch the votes of the black people in this country. Because singing, singing the national anthem in sports events is not helping the black community whatsoever. So why is it so important to sing the black national anthem? Why is it so much of importance? And yes, we can say it the other way as well. 
why are people so concerned that it's being sang in the sports events along with the original national anthem that represents this country? So if you want to go um, on tick for tack, we can do that. We can do that. Civil it's rights and equality in this country where people were being hosed down, had dogs sicked on them, were being beaten with batons, were thrown and incarcerated. No need to embolish it, Stephen A. We don't need to embolish it. Just, just get to the point and let's get to the matter at hand. We all know what happened then. We all know what happened then. We all know why that song came about in the 1900 and finally declared the Black National Anthem in 1917. We all know that. So let's get to the matter at hand, Stephen A. Smith. Um, in some cases, murdered, maimed, etc., simply because we were human beings that thought that we should have the rights and equal rights of every citizen in the United States of America. You remember that? Remember what that movement was about? That's in its darkest hours was when it became the national anthem for black people. Well, lo and behold, it was saying at the Super Bowl last night in Las Vegas, Nevada by the great Andre Day. And there were numerous people who took umbrage with that. Um, putting on my glasses again, cause I want to make sure I read stuff accurately. Um, Carrie Lake, remember her? The Trump backed Republican out of Arizona. Y'all remember who she is? Um, she declined to stand for the quote unquote black national anthem. Carrie Lake declined to Colorado's, stand. Colorado's uh, GOP rep, Lauren Hold Bobart. Bobert. Carrie Lake and the uh, and the individuals that you that you're about to mention, they declined to stand not because of disrespect to the black community. They refuse to stand for the, div the, the division the song is causing. You ever heard Stephen A. Smith, there's a point in time for everything? Singing the Black National Anthem at the point in time this country is in right now where freaking division is being caused by the very government that is running us and, and, and the fact that it's running rampant. It's the wrong time to sing that anthem right now. You ever heard about the there's a place and time for everything? The place and time to sing the Black National Anthem as of now in sports events is not the time. And in sports events, it's not the place. Not the way this country is being run right now. So this country is in a real bad place right now and singing the black national anthem instead of the one song that unites all of us, whether you're Jewish, whether you're British, whether you're black, whether you're um, Afro-American, whether you're Spanish, whether you're Puerto Rican, whether you're Dominican, whether you're Cuban, instead of singing that one song that unites us all, it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. tweeted her objections stating quote America only has one national anthem why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple do football not wokeness okay but of course then there was Megan Kelly you don't believe that that cause that doesn't cause any type of division Stephen A you're telling me that singing the Black National Anthem at the point in time that this country is in, the turmoil that this country is in right now, 
You're telling me that national anthem is not dividing a country? It, it, it's definitely dividing. And it's definitely causing controversy. Why not stick to the original national anthem that also includes the black community? It, it, I, I think that's pretty simple. I think that's self-explanatory. Why sing a national anthem that only includes one other race and only that race and doesn't, and doesn't include any other race? Why are the black people in this country being singled out in a national anthem at the most watched sport event of the year, which is the Super Bowl? Why are the black individuals in this country being singled out in a national anthem to divide us from the rest of the citizens of the United States, which I just mentioned, Spanish, Afro-Americans, British, Jewish, Puerto Ricans, etc. Why are we being excluded from all of those other races? Yes, we, we I'm not even going to say we because I, because I wasn't I wasn't living back then and I'm I'm half and half. So why? Are we being excluded? Why are we being singled out? No, I want to be in unity with the rest of the United States citizens. I want to be included with them. I don't want a song from me. I want a song that includes me with those individuals. Why do I get special treatment during the highest watched sport event of the year? Why? It doesn't make sense, Stephen, eh? I understand your take, but you got to understand the other individuals who don't agree with it. There's a reason. There's a reason. They're not disagreeing with it because they don't get what black people went through back in the days because you weren't even around back then. So let's, let, 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 let's take it there. They're not saying they don't understand and this and that. They're mad because it's causing division in the country. It is. You, you, you got It's causing division. Let's continue. Megan Kelly is a very popular podcaster. Yes, she is. Um, who used to work at Fox News. She's a former Fox News host. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting her on several occasions. Um, she said, quote, tweeted, quote, the Black National Anthem does not belong at the Super Bowl. We already have a national anthem, and it includes everyone. Now, you tell me what was so bad about that text. A national anthem, like I said earlier, that includes everyone. Doesn't single out a certain race. Doesn't call out a a certain minority. It includes every single individual of race, color, in one song. Wouldn't you rather that song be sang, Stephen A.? Why had the special treatment and the red carpet thrown out for the black individuals in this country by singing the black national anthem? Why is that so important to you? Why don't you get the fact of why people are upset of, uh, 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 that this song was sang in the, in the Super Bowl? Because think about it. When the black national anthem is sang, it, it, it's excluding a large amount of the population that lives in the United States. It's excluding, not including, it's, it's excluding them. Then they got to wait for the song that includes them finally being sang 
um, um, after the Black National Anthem. Why? You, you don't see the big picture, Stephen A? Oh, no, 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 of course. You only see the small picture. Let's continue. That's what she said. And, of course, she has her supporters because there were plenty of people who spoke up on her behalf. Of course. And I'm one of them. Obviously, Kerry Lake was one of them. Bobert was another, along with several others, because they felt that the Black National Anthem was, quote, a manufactured push for segregation. I, I kind of disagree with that, and I do agree with him when it came to that statement right there. But it has to be explained further because that can mean a lot of things. And I don't want to get into it because it's going to even lengthen this podcast episode to the extent that it's going to exclude the other topic that I want to talk about. So let's continue. You see, before I say anything else, let me first say I'm sick and tired of folks out there, particularly in the black community, being so quick to throw out. The word racism. I'm glad he said this. This is like I said, I said he started out strong. Everything he said up to this point could be a mixture of disagreements, etc. But it was it made logical sense, even if you do not agree with Stephen A. Smith. We're not up to the part that I totally disagree with him about. We're not up to there. And let it be known, it is my opinion. Just because it's my opinion doesn't make it factual. It's just my opinion. Just like you guys may have your opinions about this as well. But everything up to this point makes logical sense. The people in this country, the black individuals in this country, are pushing the race word so hard that it's becoming unbelievable in a lot of situations that are coming up when it comes to their stories, to their agendas, to their court cases. The race card has been pushed to the point of nausea. I'm, I'm just tired of hearing about it now. Before, it wasn't pushed that much. So when you heard about it, you're like, it has to be true. But now, you hear it so much that everybody's using it. Somebody goes to a restaurant and orders a hamburger and the hamburger comes back without no ketchup. They go, oh my God, you didn't give me ketchup because you're racist. It's getting to that point. I mean, I'm not lying to you. Let's continue. When you throw out the word racism, do me a favor. Have more evidence before you do it so it can't be dismissed via plausible deniability or something else. I don't know Megyn Kelly at all. Okay, I don't find her statement to be racist. I find it to be in her eyes patriotic. I find it to be in her eyes self-righteous. I find her to be a bit detached from reality being faced by black Americans everywhere. I got that part. But I can't go in the way that I wanted to go in about her when people are out there from my community just throwing out the word racist. You can still give your opinion, Stephen A. Nobody's stopping you. And you notice, Stephen A., that that word racism has been thrown out continuously for the last five years? So what's stopping you now? 
And let me get this clear. I have nothing against Stephen A. I think he's a very intelligent individual. Dude, it, uh, there are a lot of takes that he says that I don't agree with. Absolutely. But it doesn't take away um, from his talent. There's just situations that I disagree with him about. But I don't get the fact that all of a sudden he can't say what he wants to say because the word racism has been thrown out continuously. Doesn't change the fact that you have your own opinion. Everybody knows it's your own opinion. You've been giving your own opinion for years. Matters at hand that's happening around the world shouldn't change the fact that you're willing to give your own opinion about a situation. Let's continue. You don't know that about her. You don't know that about her. And when you say something like that, you dilute the potency and the importance of the argument. I'm going to say something that's very unpopular, but it's factually needs to be addressed. I don't expect white people to have the sensibilities of black people. I don't expect somebody white to get it. And that's about what, black people that, the way I expect what, black people no, to get it about black people. You, you hold on there. You hold on. That's where that's where you lost me. Stephen A, Stephen A, simmer down. Let, let, let's simmer down. Let's take it back. Let's take a deep breath. Let, let, let's take a deep breath, okay? You don't have to get the fact that you will never understand that white, there are white people who do understand the situation that black people are facing. Back then, there are people who died for black people. And if you want to get into detail when it comes to um, the freedom and the abolish movement that happened back then when it involved Abraham Lincoln, etc. And, and, and Frederick Douglass, we don't even have to get into that history. We all know how black people really got freed because it was forced upon the country to freedom because so many ran away during the war that what you're going to do, um, declare a freaking revolution to round up every single black people that left while their masters were fighting the war. So they had to give them freedom. We all know about that. We all know about that. We know about that. But despite that, during that war, and I don't even want to get into detail because a lot of people don't, a lot of people do not do their due diligence when it comes to freaking research. Like research, people, it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. You can easily go now into any PC and Google the damn thing. But a lot of people are not willing to do that. They're just willing to spew nonsense and not even willing to do the research. If you go into that war that happened during the abolishing, during that time period, well, a lot of people declared Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves or whatever, and a lot of people are saying it's a lie. We all know that behind the scenes, Frederick Douglass was talking to Abraham Lincoln, convincing him that this is the way to go, et cetera, et cetera. But I, like I said, I don't want to go into detail about that. Do your, do your research. There were white people that fought, that fought for black people back then as well, that died for them. So for you to say, White people don't get it. How about the white people that died for them? Do you think they don't get it then? That's a very strong statement to make. That is a very strong statement to make. A statement that I believe you shouldn't make whatsoever. Because if you want to take it back to history, let's take it back to history then. 
Because it's going to include those white people that fought for black people and died, left families, left their kids. So if you want to take it to history, take it to history. Let's take it back there then. Don't exclude those white individuals that fought. It boggles my mind the delusional space that black individuals are in at this point in time, even the most powerful is black individuals. And like I said, Stephen A is not spewing complete nonsense. He's just giving his own opinion, but there's some points to his opinion that I heavily do not agree with. And that's one of them. For you to say that white people would never understand what black people go through is nonsense. It's utter nonsense. Let's continue. I may not like it. Megyn Kelly, if you're watching, you're listening, I don't like what you said at all. I think it comes across as highly insensitive. You cannot take into account history. You cannot acknowledge because you are a historian. I've heard you. I've watched you. I've listened to you. Profound respect for you. I've even listened to your interview, your lengthy interview with my former colleague at ESPN, Sage Steele, who a lot of people don't like, but I respect and I like because I've known Sage Steele for nearly 30 years. It doesn't mean I agree with everything she says. I certainly don't agree with all of her politics, but Mm. I've known her for years and I respect her. What I'm saying to you, however, Megyn Kelly, I'm only bringing up her name to let you know I've listened to you on many occasions. We run across each other during my visit at Fox News in the past. And respect is obviously something you should require because your body of work is that significant. I get it. But you ain't black. Oh, she ain't black. So she could never get the fact that the Black National Anthem is sang in the most watched sport event of the year for black people to sympathize what they went through. It's not saying to divide us. No, 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 no. Megyn Kelly will never get it because she's white. Let's start. So let me see. The, 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 the goal to understand something completely depends on your color. I, I, is that what you're saying, Stephen A? You said it yourself. She's a historian. So obviously she looked up what happened back then to black people, etc. She knows what the Black National Anthem stands for. But the fact that she knows what the Black National Anthem stands for and still still disagrees with the fact that it sang in the most televised sport event of the year for the single purpose of dividing the country. The fact that she came up with that conclusion is because she's white, because she'll never understand black people. It's ludicrous what you're saying, Stephen A., and it's a game over for what you have to say about what Megyn Kelly thought about the situation. You do not get an extra life, Stephen A. Smith. It's game over for you, my dude. That's what I think about whatever you have to say concerning the Black National Anthem. I, 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 I don't know what you guys think about the whole situation. 
You don't need to be a certain color to understand that that song during the Super Bowl being sang at the Super Bowl was very, very divisive. It was very divisive. I mean, say what you want. I mean, and the thing is, it's crazy. The fact that even the roots, the roots column is saying Megyn Kelly makes racist comment about black national anthem is boggles my mind. The, 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 the word racism being thrown constantly out there. Constantly out there. It just boggles my mind. It's like we always, I'm not even going to say we, let me say, people always want to be the victim. It's like being the victim now is so popular. It's so highly popular. It's, it, it's, it has taken us to a delusional space that we don't want to leave. It's just so damn freaking funny. I, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. We're going to go on to the next topic at hand, which is Fannie Willis. Oh, my God. The gloves are off. <laughs> the way she walked up to the stand. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would not believe the way she walked up to the stand, people. If you didn't watch the case. That concerns Fannie Willis. If you didn't watch that case. I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. If you didn't watch the case. When it came to Fannie Willis. I, I, that was the, the most interesting case. I have ever watched. I have never watched a case. Where a witness that I considered to be a hostile witness. She was hostile despite the fact of what she said. Basically declaring herself not a hostile witness. You were a hostile witness from the jump. The fact, the way you approached it, even your own team was surprised the fact that you approached the bench. Fannie Willis, you were a hostile witness from the jump. I, I do not understand the people who are not watching this because this is a very important case. And it may lead to the delay of the case concerning Donald Trump. But the fact that the case concerning Fannie Willis and Nathan, the guy who she was sleeping with, the guy who she hired, the lead attorney she hired to prosecute Donald Trump, the lead attorney she hired that she ended up sleeping with, a married man, a married man. To his point, he was not married when he started going out with Fannie Willis. Let me not say going out, sleeping with Fannie Willis. Because when it came to Fannie Willis, Fannie's own statement, he was not option number one. She had somebody else in mind, but he happened to be there because I don't know what happened with the first option. It didn't work out, but she ended up sleeping with Nathan because he was the second option. Fannie Willis, I don't know what she tried to do there. She tried to prop herself up saying, hey, I got a lot of options. You know what I mean? Nathan was my second option. He wasn't even my first. I got it like that. I be pimping, you heard? <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that she was completely, completely delusional during her testimony. I'm not going to lie. Nathan, when he was up there, he was knocking back freaking... 
he was defending himself like a pro. My man was like Serena's Williams at the tennis court. Pow, 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 pow. Knocking it back. He was putting that freaking lawyer on her heels. But then it kind of all crumbled. It kind of all crumbled. And finally, the superstar of the whole scene, the superstar when it came down to that court case, Fanny Williams, came up and testified. We all thought she wasn't going to testify. But she got up there with her with her sassy self and th you would think that the most powerful woman in georgia will go up there professional will go up there with a um with a style that represents and, and if you want to go all colored that represents black people to the most fullest because she's the highest among us. Because listen, she's the most powerfulest people person in Georgia right now. She is so powerful that it comes without reason. The way she acted in that courtroom was laughable. Was laughable. It was, I'm not gonna lie. Fanny Willis looked like someone I was talking to in a corner store named Monique. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how she came off. Like, she was she was coming off no different than somebody you met at a bodega. I'm, I'm, be, I'm keeping it straight a buck, all right? I'm keeping it straight a buck. Fanny Willis sounded like somebody you came out of, uh, of a bodega after buying a pack of nihilators. Y'all got in a discussion, and she's talking about where my nihilators, and you're talking about, I ain't get you nihilators, because I got my own nihilators. And she came out and said, you better go up in the store and get me my nihilators. I ain't playing. I'll be about that street life, you heard? That's how Fanny Willis Willis was in that courtroom. Fanny Willis, listen. <laughs> you you think I'm oh my god. Oh my god. You think I'm lying, right? Oh my god. I ain't lying to you. I'm I'm gonna show you a sample. I'm gonna show you a sample. All right? Let me give you a sample. Who in the prosecution team prior to I guess the motion being filed by um, Defendant Ro Roman. Who in the prosecution team knew of your personal relationship, and now I'm talking romantic, with Mr. Wade? So, sir, I am extremely private. All I ask no, no, is no. who knew. It, it's not a, if you, the answer is no one knew, that's fine. No, I ask you who knew. Answer, Let me just answer tell you it this. and then explain this, Willis. I am very private. When I supervised Mr. Body and Mr. McAfee, they didn't know who I was dating, but I can assure you I was dating somebody. So that I kept something private, that's my private life, is not any mystery to anyone. It's, it's, it's like a, a woman doesn't have the right to keep her private life private. And I'm speaking on this because there have been all these in, intimations. You still haven't answered the question, Ms. Willis. I'm sorry, what was the question then, Your Honor? Is there anyone else who knew about it? And then you can explain. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I certainly didn't um, go out telling my business to the world. Okay, so, the best of your recollection, you didn't inform anyone on the prosecution team that the individual that you had chosen to lead the prosecution team had a personal relationship with you. Well, I is that correct? That's inaccurate. Your, your question is inaccurate. What? Because you, you stated that the person I chose... This is what she was doing throughout the court. Throughout that whole freaking breakdown. When the prosecution team 
but it, it, it was just listen it it was an abomination to watch Fannie Willis in that courtroom she was she was just so combative so snarky it was it, it it was like that girl in your it was like that girl in your freaking class uh, class on the first second grade that had the most meanest attitude and you just wanted to throw a freaking spitball at her that's the way fanny willis was acting she wanted to dominate that entire courtroom she wanted to dominate the entire courtroom and that's what she wanted she knew the televisions she knew everything was on her she knew she was being televised highly televised at that and you thought that was the way to represent a the, one of the strongest black women in the united states or whatever one of the strongest black women you have to say she's one of the strongest you thought that was the best way to represent you thought that was the best way to represent the way she acted. If you guys thought she did, <laughs> listen, if you guys thought she did a good job, you're delusional. She embarrassed herself. She did not divide herself from Monique from the bodega in the corner. She did not divide herself from them. <laughs> Let's continue. We had a personal relationship. So we had a friendship. We have to, we have all these distinguishing factors. Remember, when I chose him in November of 21, first of all, let's get this straight. Mr. Wade was not actually my first choice. That's no insult to him. Honor, no, 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 it is you, because of the way you phrased the question. Listen, and this is how it went. This is how it went. She went to other explanations. She went into history. She, she was a historian up there. Every time they asked her a question, she went into a five-minute rant about other explanations about other things that so-called can further explain her explanation in detail like they just wanted the answer but she wanted to go into a freaking history she was a historian yesterday seriously she was fanny willis was a freaking joke a joke this is listen this is the person going after trump along with the lead attorney that she was banging. I mean, <coughs> she was. I'm not. Listen, I ain't holding nothing back in Shy Town. You heard? Like I said, in Shy Town, we keep it gully. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We keep it gully. Fanny Willis, come on now. I ain't gonna lie. Fanny Willis did make a point about men and women being different. She made a lot of good points about that because holy shit, man. She kept it. I'm telling you, Fanny Willis kept it street up in that courtroom, but. The fact that she kept the street up in that courtroom is what made her look so embarrassing to most. To a lot of people who understand that type of life, we know, you know what I mean? We know we like your family Willis. She's talking that truth for real. <laughs> but in a way, it makes her look embarrassing. It makes her like, did you really level up? I mean, did you? Or did, or did your money just level up? Because your attitude didn't level up. Let's continue. And you said, when I chose him, I didn't inform people of a personal relationship. We have defined personal as romantic. It is an inaccurate way to state the question. Then I will certainly restate it so it is very accurate. Okay, and please do not yell at me. You hired. He didn't even yell at you. I'm telling you. And this is just a sample. I'm just giving you guys a sample. I'm just giving you guys a sample of what went on in that courtroom. If you're not watching it, you out of your damn mind, yo. This is the most watched freaking entertainment of all time. Of all time. Oh, my God. 
I am telling you, if you're not watching this, you out of your freaking mind. This is what's going on when it comes to Fannie Willis. This is what's going on when it comes to Nathan Wade. Their whole relationship is being put on blast. You heard me? It's being put on blast. And if you're not here to watch it, I don't know what to tell you. Because watching it um, um, by the rebuttal of other people that's giving their take, their opinions, is not enough. You got to watch it live. You got to watch it live because it doesn't come across. But I'm going to give you one. Um, I'm going to give you one suggestion. Lead attorney was actually watching this as well on his YouTube channel yesterday. If you don't know who lead attorney is, he's a YouTuber who is very intelligent, who is very, who very well goes into his own detail concerning about this whole situation. And he's very entertaining. If you're not interested in watching court cases because you find it boring, he makes it entertaining enough for you to watch it. So make sure you check out Lead Attorney. I'm going to put his link down in my description, which also involves a video when he was watching the Fannie Willis case. So to your delight, spoil yourself and watch it if you want to catch up with what's going on. But what is your take when it comes to Fannie Willis? What is your take when it comes to Nathan Wade? What is your take when it comes to watching this and giving this a chance? You know what I mean? Because I really think you're missing something interesting here. This is Black Shy Guy. And as always, I will be back tomorrow. Thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Peace. A large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean